all, good morning, Ashlyn. Welcome back to McDonald's. Are you here for your usual? Not today, Mr. McDonald. I'd like one McRib. Ah, well, I wish I could, but someone came in this morning and bought like 20 McRibs. But don't worry, I set one aside for you. <laughs> You're the best, Mr. McDonald. I'll, I'll have it. Of course, here you go. One more thing? Yes? Well, my girlfriend Molly is at home, and I'd like to buy a McRib for her. Oh, well, we only have one more McRib left in this store, and I was going to give it to my sick son, but your girlfriend Molly sounds more important. Here you go. Thanks. But wait, Ash, these are the last two McRibs on the block. So you're going to have to take these, and you're going to have to run. Run all the way home, and don't stop for anyone. Is everything okay? Why are the customers all gnashing their teeth? Well, why do you think the McRib only comes out for a limited time? It's like the purge out there. People lose their minds. Fly, Ash. Fly. I will. I'll never look back. Good luck with your son. I hope he makes it. Wait, you forgot to pay. I never thought a rib could be so soft and so chewy, but suddenly I began to see this is the sandwich for me. I got a McRib sandwich. Hey, she's got a McRib. I got a McRib sandwich and some fries, and it's only around for a limited time. <sighs> Molly. I'm, I'm back, and I brought McRibs. Oh, babe, I wish you told me you're going to McDonald's. I already went this morning, and I ate like 20 McRibs. Is that why you're covered in barbecue sauce and laying in bed? Yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to leave this bed. I think I live here now. Well, make some room. I'm coming in. All right. And don't forget the Nintendo. to Combos. I'm Ash Barker. And I'm Molly Pease. And every week on the show, we curate creature comforts by combining media, experiences, and food. This week, we're playing the 2019 video game, Untitled Goose Game, and enjoying the seasonal classic McDonald's titled McRib, which is probably made out of goose. Most likely. There's 71 ingredients in a McRib. That's a fun fact we found out. Yes, and so at least one of them has to be goose. So if you're not familiar with the Untitled Goose game, it's a puzzle stealth game that's developed by House House. Uh, players control a goose and complete random objectives like stealing sandwiches and honking a lot. And the McRib is a gross-ass barbecue sandwich with uh, onions, pickles, and a processed boneless McRib patty. Yeah, so um, that's a beautiful gray color, like yeah. a cloudy day. Yeah, we actually have a, a clip of Molly taking the first her first bite ever of the McRib, which is great. Do we want to go to that now? Yeah, let's go to that right now. Live on the scene from five minutes ago. Okay, so we're back and we're going to get Molly's first bite ever of the McDonald's McRib. That's right. It's the first thing either of us have eaten all day, too. So I feel like it's going to be good no matter what. Yeah. Wow. Feel the heat coming Ooh. off of that little guy. Yeah. I kind of tore it up, which is how I think you're supposed to do it. Yeah. Molly tore it in half for us. I did. Uh, all right. So I just bite into it. Yeah, just bite in. Ooh. Always make that noise when you take a bite of something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want it to be like naturally how I eat. Yeah. I'm getting a lot of pickle. 
A lot of pickle. It tastes very gray, like how the meat looks, which is gray. I thought it'd be more, I'd get more of the barbecue because they tried to slather it with barbecue. But I'm just getting a very bland gray flavor. <laughs> okay, so today's episode went horribly and the show is canceled. We'll be right <laughs> back with the, uh, you know, more in-depth dissection of the game and the McRib. So you brought up the point. Um, you've How long have you had the Switch? Uh, a little over a year. I was a late uh, adopter of the Switch, but a big fan. Yes. So uh, for the past year since you've gotten it, I've been playing Tetris. Uh, and you were last week you were like, wait, you don't even adjust the level, the difficulty levels or yeah. anything. You play this once a week for a whole year. Uh, how like how do you not get bored? And yeah. I mean, my answer to that is the point of Tetris is that it's one of the only places where you can organize everything and everything is in its right place yeah. where the while the rest of life is chaotic garbage fire. Yeah. And you don't necessarily seek it for difficulty. It's more of the meditative. It's like, cause you like yoga. <laughs> is Tetris like brain whoa, yoga? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can we like strike that from the <laughs> podcast right now? I do not like yoga. My body enjoys stretching sometimes <laughs> because it feels like it's going to die and crumple into yeah. itself. <laughs> And I'm going to get early onset arthritis if I don't stretch. But I do yoga. Uh, no, I, I do like Tetris because it does feel like meditative. Yeah. It is one of those things that I do where it feels meditative, where you're just kind of doing the same repetitive motion again and again. Yeah, I really did like Tetris, but it start, it's like the one game that really makes my eyes hurt right. if I like play it for long at all. Yeah, as soon as I started beating Ash, her <laughs> eyes started hurting every time we would play uh, once I yeah. got good. Yeah, so I think it is interesting. One of the things I'm most excited about this podcast is that you're not a gamer and I think a lot of times when you hear people's opinions on video games, it's from someone that likes video games. Right, yeah. And I'm not a gamer or a McRibber. Or a McRibber. And I, I think it's great because we will get a certain type of viewpoint that you don't usually hear. I, I do really like video games, but mm -hmm. I'm more interested in your thoughts and trying to find games that people that don't play video games like. Because I think a lot of people are dating somebody that doesn't have the same interest and like if you have a partner or a friend that doesn't play video games I think it's so interesting to try to find games that they actually will play or can enjoy I guess without a lot of uh, backstory or yeah yeah I totally, experience. I totally agree and spoiler alert we'll get into it but I thought this was a great game for people like me that don't have experience for video games I actually really enjoyed it yeah I did too so we'll get into that review now So when you first do this combo, uh, you're immediately faced with the obstacle of how do you eat a juicy, soaking, sopping McRib sandwich while also playing video games? Yeah, you really have to emphasize how wet this McRib sandwich so is. So wet. It's also peeling off layers of pickles and onions. Uh, yeah dripping from it, dripping from betwixt its buns. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think with any video game, you find that food and video games don't actually mix. I um, disagree. Okay. I humbly disagree. I think it was a great mixture, and I would recommend what we did is that we scarfed down the McDonald's order first, and about five minutes flat is about the way oh, yeah. you're going to want to do it. Stuff it into your body, and then you, it does fuel you. It locks you into the couch, one. It, like, anchors you, yeah. and you sink into the couch so that you cannot get up. Yeah. Uh, and then you are ready to 
turn on that switch, pop in those controllers. Is that what video gamers do? Yeah, spoken like a true gamer. Yeah, that's right. When I'm jacked into the system... Yeah. Oh, I'm jacked. Nothing gets me out of the system. And I think even like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pure protein from the McRib. It's feeling your little thumbs to do what they do. Yep. What they do best, which is control a goose. Yeah. Um, So I know we already kind of said that we liked the game, but uh, opinions on the game, Untitled Goose Game. Uh, I know that it's been really trendy on social media. People have been drawing art, uh, like fan art, and talking about it a lot online. Uh, it's just a very quirky kind of, uh, it reminds me of Katamari Damacy, mm-hmm. that type of like, not a usual game, and the goals aren't like blowing things up or jumping. It's like just kind of doing fun, random things. Right. It's more a strategy where you're collecting things and yeah. moving things. Um, I think so. My usual issue when I'm like introduced to video games is like so many people who grew up with video games have this natural muscle memory in their hands mm-hmm. for like how to work controllers, and I always have this like huge learning curve when it comes to that. Um, and so this game was really easy to learn. Like I remembered what all the controls were for the goose, which usually that is even a problem. Like yeah. you know, we tried to play like Tony Hawk. Yeah. Skater, five, shred it, grind it, girl, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Or like Smash Brothers. Right. Um, anything that it, 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 they're like, it is complex and video games are more complex now than they were. The Goose Game does, does a good job. Yeah. And so it was actually easy. And I think I like it too, because there's no like time limit. Like, so yeah. they give you a to-do list of what you have to do, but then it's not like, Mario Brothers or or those games, <laughs> the Mario Boys and yeah. their friend Tony Hawk, where it's like a countdown or like a race. Yeah. Like you have all the time in the world to do it. Even I, I've noticed like with like platformers with like jumping involved, I think that can be stressful for you because like if you're trying to jump from one platform to the other, there's even that pressure there. Yeah, because then you always fall and I got to start over and you just feel like you're not achieving things. Yeah, so I think games like the Goose Game is really good. It doesn't have a sense of urgency. Yes. Uh, There's no timing involved. A lot of it you can do at your like leisure. It's really... Right, and so that's what I enjoyed about it. And we like I was still a much slower goose than you were. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was fun and it was cute. So yeah. what did, what did you think as a from as a more experienced gamer? How did you like it? Um, really good. I think I don't play enough stealth games. Mm-hmm. Um, I do really, and I really like puzzle games. I I've been playing Link's Awakening, which has really been fun because it's puzzle focused as well. I think you would like it. I don't think it's maybe as intuitive right away as the Goose game. But I do like more relaxing games. I like music uh, that's like really chill in video games. I like that trend of newer video games not having super over-the-top noises and stuff. Uh, Because I'd rather video games be very relaxing. It's really the only time I play. Um, Yeah, I liked how relaxing it was. I liked the art style where it wasn't like super high def but it was very almost like watercolory with like the blended pixels yeah and it's very like smooth no outlines yeah everything is very simple Mm -hmm. um yeah it does yeah like i said it reminds me of katamari a lot where you probably just want to play it with a friend and laugh at all the animations right um and you really i think both of us like it did put us in the mindset of a goose and it is a great premise where like the whole premise is that you're just fucking shit up for everyone around you. Mm -hmm. I think the tagline is like, 
uh, this is like a quiet British village. You are a horrible goose. Yeah. Uh, and so you're just responsible for like messing up this gardener's garden, trying to lock him out. You have all these uh, tasks to do. And it becomes really fun. And it's so funny because we are describing this as it's a very relaxed game. But while we were playing it, <laughs> it almost probably sounded like what people playing Call of Duty sound like. Where yeah. we were, you know, trying to get the gardener's keys and he'd come after you. And Ash would be like, I'll kill you! I'll murder you! Yeah. So we really got into that goose mindset, which oh, I appreciate. Yeah. yeah, and you're kind of powerless as the goose, like once the dude yeah. is chasing you. I mean, that's like why... It's a stealth game, because once you get caught, you're pretty much fucked. Right. Um, Yeah, I can't, like, shoot laser beams from its eyes or anything. It's just a normal goose. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We only played through the first set of objectives uh, while we, you know, ate McDonald's. But we're definitely, uh, hopefully we'll make some more time to play through the rest of it. But it was been, yeah, it was super fun. Yeah, so I would definitely recommend this. It did make me feel like, so, like, the goose has a to-do list of, what of how it wants to like fuck up the town today i feel like our cat has a very similar to-do list yeah where it's like i'm gonna jump up on the table while they're recording today and push off their little coffee cup (laughs) yeah today i did spill a coffee cup over everything on my desk (laughs) good start to the day yeah but i think as a combo we definitely recommend it because we were kind of having a it's a dreary day in chicago we woke up and we're just trying to figure out how to enjoy our day together um, which is great that we have a day off together and we decided, oh, let's just do our combo for lunch. Let's go yeah. get the McRibs, play the game. And yeah, it started out as a kind of a dreary day and I think we had a lot of fun. Yeah, and it was really great. And as, as, like we said, it was a fun thing to like activity to get to do together that yeah. recall, uh, that only used a little bit of brain power. I guess I used all of my brain power <laughs> because I forgot the words brain power. Yeah. Um, no, it was a perfect game for, yeah, doing an activity together that just, like, required a little bit of learning, a little a little yeah. bit of skills. Yeah. Um, and the McRib was fun, too. I still liked it. It was not uh, purely nostalgic <laughs> or great, uh, but, yeah. Well, I think it was perfect for this game because a goose would definitely eat that sandwich, especially if it was made out of another goose. Oh, my God. Geese do Are not goose give a fuck. I would imagine so. Geese are evil. I do have... (laughs) Do you remember the story that I told you about that time I was babysitting and we got attacked by geese? Oh my god, yeah. So I was a nanny for a long time. I was babysitting these itty bitty kids who were like two and five years old and we went to the lake to go feed geese. Or feed the ducks. That's why they always get you. Okay, so you have to remember if you're going to feed animals, feed ducks. I don't think you're actually supposed to feed them. So don't feed any animals animals. to start with. Don't feed any of them. But people go to feed ducks and then geese sneak in like the fucking Untitled Goose game uh, to try to steal your bread because it's on their evil to-do list. Yeah. Um. And they started, like, chasing us to the fact where I had to, like, grab the kids, put them in the stroller, and run. And by the time we got back to the playground, they had been, like, terrorizing other people in the playground, too. And there was this little girl sitting in the corner that was like, the keys, the keys, the keys, like, rocking back and forth. They're truly scary. Uh, yeah, I, there used to be at one of my last jobs, I would see geese on the water that we mm-hmm. worked by a lake, and I never went towards you them. You never, you were smart. But that's why it is kind of powerful to then be the goose and be oh, all yeah. that chaotic evil energy in this game. Yeah, I totally agree. 
So the combo got a big wing, a uh, wing thumb, a <laughs> big two thumbs up, two geese thumbs up. And now for a new segment uh, that will maybe be a regular segment, but probably not because it only has to do with the McRib. Yeah. It's a segment we like to call McFib, where we share with you some of our classic fibs that we have given sometime in our life. What is one of the biggest McFibs that you've had? Yeah. So my, uh, I think this is my number one McFib from Ashlyn Barker, straight from the goose's mouth straight from the vault (laughs) straight from the vault in fifth grade it was like a parent day at school so a lot of my friends their parents came into school right Uh and i was trying to impress them and i told all these parents that i knew all 151 pokemon did the parents know what pokemon were probably loosely okay um and i did know a lot of pokemon yes as most kids did at the Uh time um, but who could, I, I said, Hey, I know all 151. Wow. Yeah. This is back when there was only 151. Uh-huh. And I said, watch, I can list them all out. Uh-huh. And I started to list them out, of course. And I, I don't even think I had played Pokemon at this point that I only knew the ones from the anime. Right. And I listed about 30 Bulbasaur, Oddish, uh-huh. Jigglypuff. You were writing Ash these down? Ketchum. Uh, yeah, and oh, writing, wow. I'm, I know, I was writing a list, like, uh-huh. look how smart I am. And I got to about 30, and I realized I didn't know any. So <laughs> what did I do? Well, it was too late to back out. So I was like, I, I doubled down, uh, and I just started making them up. Yeah. Mud boy, <laughs> eagle face, silver hawk. And then I realized a lot of them were birds. Metal bird, <laughs> steel beak, <laughs> captain feathers. And I wrote... Probably 90 fake Pokemon that right. day. Yeah. And then you just handed it to the parents? Yeah. And all the parents were like, this kid is very smart. This kid is a genius. <laughs> Do you think uh, because it was like on a piece of paper as a list, uh, it's possible that uh, a heavy wind picked up at that moment and blew the list away all the way to the Pokemon headquarters yeah. where it yeah. landed on their desk? You're you're saying big fat liar style. Yes. That Paul Giamatti working at Pokemon <laughs> headquarters found the list and was like, "We're gonna make Steel Beak." <laughs> Eagle face, it's a go. <laughs> yeah, that's why you notice in the eighth generation there's a lot of bird derivatives. Yeah. Um, what about you, Molly? Let's get that classic McFib. <laughs> My McFib is uh, maybe a little less charming, but uh, I was the older sister. I'm five years old. Still am. Was. <laughs> still am. What happened? <laughs> no, we're uh, both still alive. Uh, I'm five years older, which is like still a significant age gap from my younger brother. Uh, and I remember one time I had I was hanging out with my friends, but I had brought my brother for some reason, which I never did. And we were out of Panera Bread, and he found a tampon in my purse. Oh, God. And me and my friends convinced him that was a magical wand. <laughs> We were all very into Harry Potter at the time, so yeah. uh, pulling from that knowledge, we said that like the white part was like unicorn hair, uh, and my brother, <laughs> having seen Harry Potter, then went around the Panera Bread Company, like <laughs> cursing people with the tampon like it was a magical wand. Wow. <laughs> Is, does he still hold some resentment over that? He holds a lot of resentment, which fair, oh, as I think most younger siblings do. Um, I'm not sure if he ever learned what tampons or magical wands were. Uh, actually, if yeah. yeah, if they're if he still knows the difference between the two. Yeah, and if your little brother's listening, um, you might say sorry now. Griffin, if you're listening, 
was still really funny. When I McFibbed ya. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We have a catchphrase. Hashtag gotcha if you ever told a McFib. Yes. I guess hashtag McFib if you told a McFib. And then use hashtag gotcha as well. <laughs> there you I go. I want both hashtags. You, we, we require two. It's a two hashtag requirement for yeah. you to send us your McFibs. Yeah. And now, we're going to end today's episode of Combos with a video game history lesson. I'm Ash, the resident historian. I'm here with Molly, who doesn't play video games. Hi. Today's game is going to be Star Fox, created by Nintendo in 1993. The game follows a combat team of anthropomorphic animals called Star Fox, led by chief protagonist Fox McCloud. Gameplay involves adventures around the Lilat planetary system and the futuristic R-Wing fighter aircraft. It's a game with shooting and robots. Uh, what did you think about it, Molly? Uh, it was very accurate to how space looks, uh, from my understanding of it. And um, <laughs> also, from that was like the pilots of the ship look like every astronaut I've ever seen. You know, uh, pilot Slippy, Mr. Slippy, uh, the Frogman, looked exactly like how I imagine all astronauts to look like. So I would give it two thumbs up. Wow, two goose thumbs up, just like the other segment. Uh, well, thanks for that video game history lesson. Thanks for listening to this episode of Combos. Um, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I loved uh, doing a video game. Yeah, no, it was really nice. It's kind of like you said earlier, where it was actually did end up being a really nice little lunchtime, like, daytime date for us. Yeah. Um, it was yeah, cute. A good experience. Yeah, uh, if and you... now whenever we kiss, you'll taste like McRibs. Forever. Now that, yeah, that taste never leaves. Ever. Never goes away. <laughs> um, if you want to try Untitled Goose Game, it's available on Steam and the Nintendo Switch. Probably some other places, too, but those are the big ones for nineteen ninety nine. And the McRib is available at McDonald's for a limited time. The combo, I believe, was $5.99. Yeah, and if you want just the sandwich, it's only $3.99. So get so, out there. Get yeah. those McRibs while you can. It's a great deal. It's a great deal. It's also a great deal. <laughs> so great. Um, you can reach us uh, if you have any feedback, comments at combospodcast at gmail.com. Or you can find our show uh you know, the variety of podcast listening places, but mostly it's at anchor.fm backslash combos. At that site, you can uh, support our show with monthly donations. You can leave us voice messages, which we might play on the show. Um, you can let us know how this combo went or give us future combo ideas. Um, yeah, please yeah. leave us voice messages. That would be so fun. And let us know what uh, combos you want us to try. Because as yeah. you can see, combos, very easy to throw together. Only rules, it has to be something that you truly think is enjoyable. We're yeah. not going to, like, eat cat poop and watch Jeopardy or something that would be boring and disgusting. Yeah, so boring, like eating cat poop. <laughs> but really, yeah, it's anything that we can do together to bring joy uh, to our lives and hopefully to your lives. Thanks for listening. The theme song is by me, Ash Barker, and our friend Evelyn Landau. You can find her music under Evelyn Landau on uh, Bandcamp, Spotify, anywhere you get music. Uh, her newest album is The Mirror Within. It's really good. Um, mm -hmm. Really love working with her. We uh, Yeah, she's yeah. amazing. Yeah, definitely check out her music because it's yeah. so beautiful, so great. Uh, and we're really lucky to know her. And 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, We'll have more fun episodes coming out. And we hope you have a comfy, cozy rest of your week. You're the best, Mr. McDonald. Of course. But one more thing. Yes. Could I have another? Rec- re- could I have another? <laughs> You're so nervous. What is it, Ashley? <laughs> Spit it out, girl. Spit it out, girl. Could I have another? Rec- <laughs> <laughs>